0: This is Rock and Roll English.
1: Real people, real Real English. English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. In today's show, I speak to Dan the Man about um, how to make a good speech or even give a speech because we can say both of them. And just so you know, a speech is something, is something you do once, like for example, at a wedding, Maybe you make a speech. In general, for example, your English, we call that your discourse, not my English speech, my English discourse. Anyway, that's enough of the boring stuff. In today's show, there is some real sexy rock and roll pronunciation. So listen to the end because I will talk about that. And obviously all of the rock and roll vocabulary, and there is a lot in today's show, is on the website rockandrollenglish.com so you can go there and do a pretty crazy quiz and one thing about the quiz the questions are there to help you understand the meaning of the words better so sometimes I will just put a picture because if the picture helps you understand better then it's probably better I put a picture anyway that's enough of me here is the show have fun and speak to you again at the end Dan the man how are you today I'm good how are you Always good. I feel like a winner after um, last week's podcast about how to be a winner. So, great. Do you feel like a winner? I do, actually, yeah. Well, well that's great. Did you see the picture I posted on Facebook of you and I? High-fiving. High-fiving, yeah? Yeah, it's very good. I just did that to make you feel like a winner because, <laughs> you know, we know who the real winner is. But we don't need to talk about that. Let's Let's move on with the show. Um, how do we start the show, Dan? With a review. And do you think we have a review? Your record in guessing this has not been great recently, so do you think we have one? I would bet a lot of money that we do. <laughs> Shit, I forgot I told you a few minutes ago that we actually do. That's the only reason he got it right. Yes, we do. And it's from Jew.111, and it says, I have to admit that I'm addicted to rock and roll English podcast." I can't wait to listen to the new episodes because I find it very useful and because Martin and Dan are very funny. I always find it strange that you're included in the funny thing. I'm, strange, isn't I it? know. I'm very grateful that I was mentioned, to be honest. <laughs> well, Yeah, you should be. You should be. Um, anyway, Dan, so do you know what... Um, oh, sorry. Thanks, Jude.111, for the review. That was great. Um, anyway, so do you know what day is today, Dan? It's a very special day. Uh, no. Um, Today is Professional Speakers Day. Oh, yeah. Okay, very big celebration in the world. And obviously, you and I are professional speakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do some speaking. Um, apparently, you can celebrate this day by going and giving a speech. Um, or you can tell people about a speech you have heard today. Okay. So, which way um, do you choose to celebrate, Dan? By being on this podcast, of course. Exactly. And all the rockers and rollers, how can they celebrate? By telling people about rock and roll English. You are on fire today with your correct answers, Dan. Nice expression there, on fire, which we use when everything's going right, like for Dan the man today. But we're going to look at how to make um, a great speech, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. So, it says the goal of any speech is to sell or motivate. So, what's the goal of, you know, our speech today, Dan? Well, to motivate. Oh, yeah. With your motivating voice, Dan, (laughs) I can feel the motivation in everybody. Yeah, so that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, So, how can we start a speech, Dan? Because the um, start, apparently, is very important.
0: Well, my experience of giving speeches is is pretty low, but (laughs) I do know... That um, at the beginning of a speech, you should tr- make some sort of connection to your audience.
1: Mm. Well, I've got um, a way to do that, Dan. Apparently, giving a quotation is um, one way. Which, for example, I've got one here: "We do not remember days; we remember moments." Who said that? <laughs> I don't know. I just saw it somewhere somewhere on the internet. Uh, unknown. <laughs> <laughs> but did you did you feel did you feel involved with the speech? Uh, maybe it was your delivery that was uh, very well also very important is the delivery or with a story apparently um, so if I said to you for example Dan it was a cold winter's day and Dan the man was looking out the window thinking to himself why me well I'd be a little <laughs> bit scared if you're <laughs> telling me that story Um, <laughs> uh, probably yeah because I, I haven't finished the story, but I had a good good start because apparently that's really important, the start. But yeah, I didn't bother uh, finishing it. Yeah. Nice little term there. I didn't bother because I haven't got the energy. It's too much work. Um, and the last one is a hook. Um, so I've actually got a hook, which is the name of today's podcast, Dan, which is what do um, pencils and speeches have in common? What, you want me to answer that? <laughs> Well, they are, hopefully you won't know the answer and then it will stay a hook because we'll have to tell the listeners at the end. Okay, I see what you've done there. Obviously, Dan's so intelligent, he does know the answer, he just doesn't want to say. So that's the hook because people now have to listen to the end to find out the answer. Because I think normally people listen to the first five minutes and think, I'm not listening to these two boring idiots and switch off. But now... Mm-hmm. You've got them. I've got them. Or well, they will probably just fast forward to the... Uh, to the end just to hear the answer a nice term there as well fast forward to yeah, to skip to the end of things like podcasts um uh, also videos if you were born in the 1980s like me um okay so the next point dan um what when you when you uh, give a speech remember that's a nice collocation there to give a speech so when you give us like a public speech what is the most important item of clothing what the most important item of clothing. A nice word there as well, clothing. So when it's one piece, like a shirt, for example, we say an item of clothing. We don't say a cloth or clove. It doesn't exist. So, yeah, what's the most important item of clothing, Dan? Well, to be honest, all of them, because if I'm just wearing a shirt, <laughs> right, I'm not going to be comfortable. Uh, yeah. It would look a bit strange if you were standing in front of a lot of people and just wearing a shirt, as in no pants. Not too bad if you're behind the lectern. Um, Lectern? What the hell is that, Dan? I honestly don't even know what that word means. Jesus Christ, mine! you have the vocabulary of a (laughs) (laughs)
0: five-year-old. It's the uh, tall stand that people stand behind when they give a speech.
1: Okay, yeah. Dan was making some movements with his hands there. Obviously, you can't see that. But thank for the movement. Anyway, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that would look quite good if you were behind the lectum in just a shirt. But um, apparently, the most important item of clothing is a smile. That's not an item of clothing. <laughs> That's what it said in the book, Dan. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because... To smiling's good, apparently, which I've said before is something I struggle with. So something I have difficulty with. Um, but it says here it takes uh, 42 muscles to frown. Um, so what's a frown, Dan? It's when someone looks upset. That's a good answer, Dan. I didn't actually know how to answer that. But yes, when someone looks upset, they frown. But um, it only takes 17 muscles to smile. So, you know, it's actually easier to... Smile. It, it takes a few more for you, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, well, I'm smiling at the moment, actually. I think it's because I'm having such a great time talking to you, but I noticed that you have a face like a smacked ass. What the fuck are you talking about?
0: <laughs> Stop lying to the listeners.
1: <laughs> so, face like a smacked ass is a lovely, quite offensive term to say that someone looks very miserable, um, which I think. Dan always does. Only when he talks to me, I think I've seen other pictures of him smiling. Yeah, but. couldn't be happier. Um, and another important thing to do apparently is make eye contact with the audience. So I hate do that-
0: doing, I hate doing that. I don't like to look at people because either it's a, it's <laughs> I you either get two I either get two looks. One of um, you know they're smiling, trying to encourage me, or one of sheer disappointment.
1: <laughs> Um, nice word there of sheer disappointment it's like a way to say total disappointment um, yeah I'd probably say it's the second one is the one they probably give you the most mm-hmm. um, I I actually did a speech at school once I don't know if you remember this Dan where it was a reading and I was doing it with another person um, and I was in charge of reading the bits where it said for example Jesus said and then I would say the bit that Jesus said we went to a Catholic school so Yeah, yeah, just, just in case anyone wants to know, a Catholic school. Anyway, so the other person was reading and I, at this point, started making eye contact with the audience and then she stopped reading and then I thought, shit, I don't know where we are. <laughs> 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 um, and then I looked at her as in like, just please, just you read it. You know I'm in trouble here. Help me. And then she just sort of looked at me, moved her head to say no, and there was like a, a good... One minute, maybe two minute pause, and it was oh god, it was so embarrassing. Yeah, and then I think that really changed everything in my school career, Dan, because I used to be quite a cool kid before that. But then after that, things just went wrong, and I think I started to, I had to start hanging around with you because well, I, the I cool people wouldn't hang out with me anymore.
0: I actually don't remember that. So you were on stage for a minute, just standing there. Yeah, yeah. It, was it, great. it couldn't have been a minute. It couldn't have been.
1: Well, it felt like about an hour, but um anyway, that was a terrible moment. So, obviously, I like to share terrible moments, though, just because we're like one family on this show, aren't we, Dan? Well, I don't consider you family, that's for sure. <laughs> Always such a nice person. Um So, after that compliment, let's move on. Um I've got a statistic here, actually, that says apparently when you do a speech, 55% of it is visual, 38% is the tone of your voice, and 7% is on what you're saying. So basically, people don't listen to what we say. Mm. And yeah. But 55% visual, this is a podcast, so they must have to imagine us. So, you know, a question for the listeners. How do you imagine Dan's face right now? Probably on the toilet. <laughs> or like a smacked ass. Yes. Either one. Um, okay, so we can engage the audience as well. That's also um, very important. So how... What ways could we engage an audience, Dan?
0: Well, I guess by looking at them, but I hate doing that, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you don't seem to be that. Um, or moving your hands. Or moving your hands. That's a good one, actually, Dan. Yeah, body, body language. I, I haven't even got that written down here. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations for your 1st um Intelligent half-intelligent answer. answer. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Congratulations, mate. Um, but the other way, apparently, is to ask questions, Um to try and engage them which is what i did a minute ago actually when i said how do you imagine dan's face that was just natural dan
0: mm-hmm. yeah well you're you're a natural
1: well i'm a natural a nice term that when you have a talent for something people say uh like you're a natural so yeah obviously i'm a natural when it comes to podcasting and when it comes to being boring dan the man you're a natural thank you that's the, that's the <laughs> first compliment you've ever given me You are welcome. Uh, Okay, so we've come more or less to the middle of the podcast now. So, the middle is the middle of the speech important, Dan?
0: I have no idea. I've told you I don't know anything about this.
1: (laughs) For once, actually, I sent Dan some of the questions that I will ask him during the podcast, hoping he would prepare. Hang on, hang on.
0: You sent me the email, and on the
1: first line of the email was, Don't look into this too much. (laughs) So, I didn't look into it at all. So, to look into something, obviously, is to do research. Yeah, you didn't have to look into it, but think of an answer. Um, Anyway, apparently, the middle is not important because apparently it says here, when you read a book, no one reads to get to the middle, Dan. It's the beginning and the end, which are special. Does that
0: mean no one's listening to us now?
1: I I think so, yeah, because we gave them the hook at the start, so that was good, and they've probably gone straight to the end Mm -hmm. and aren't listening to this bit. So, yeah, we could just be saying anything now. Um, And the next one, obviously, I mean, this goes without saying, really. Nice term there, to go without saying something that's obvious, um, is practice. So, in your experience of speeches, Dan, how often did you practice and how did you practice?
0: Well, I don't have hardly any experience. (laughs) But... You must have given one speech. Recently, actually, I gave a uh, speech at a funeral. And I was told, actually, by my family, I was a... A a nice happy
1: note of the podcast here, Dan.
0: Yes. And I was told... I was quite nervous about it. And I was told I was a natural. But I think they may have been lying to me because as I was giving this speech at the funeral, I managed to knock over the holy water.
1: (laughs) I actually feel bad now for laughing in this moment but to to knock over the water is obviously to hit it so it falls onto the floor uh, and it, it it was more embarrassing when i went to pick it up because
0: i was flustered how can you pick up and water I dro- well no it was like in um it was in like a, a bottle so I, I my arms knocked it about four feet i then ran over flustered picked it up and dropped it again. It was just awful.
1: So a nice word there again, flustered. It's when you're sort of confused, you don't know what you're doing because you feel under pressure. Very much like Dan giving a speech at a funeral. Um, But yeah, I I feel bad for laughing, but that is funny. So, you know, it's Mm -hmm. okay. Um, Apparently as well, Dan, before you give a speech, the three most important things are this you need to think about. Okay, so why am I doing it? Um, what do i want from it and what do i want the audience to get from it so i thought we could ask these questions about the podcast today today dan so you know why why are we doing it because it's fun <laughs> you sound like you are having so much fun <laughs> uh yeah that, that's that's correct um okay what do we want from it sex drugs and rock and roll Exactly, because you know, we don't have a lot of that in our life. So we need as much as we can really, don't we? Exactly. Um okay, so what do we want the audience to get from it, Dan? This is the important one.
0: That's easy. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I don't know how much sex you can get or or any of them by listening to a podcast. Um That's a good question actually. I wonder if anyone's listened to our podcast whilst having sex? That is a good question. Let us know if, if you have that. That would be interesting. Um the most important then, the correct answer to that was to make their lives one percent better. Okay? That's the philosophical answer. Just one percent. <laughs> well, if I can do that, I'm happy. If it's more, shoot me, okay? Okay.
0: I'll <laughs> shoot you. <laughs>
1: Thanks. Okay, so the next one, Dan, is to change the tone and the pace of your voice. So the pace of your voice, by the way, is the speed. It's a synonym for speed. Um, And it doesn't stop there. It says to also use simple words, which is good for me, because as Dan the Man said earlier, I have the vocabulary of a five-year-old in English. Luckily, Dan the Man supplies the rock and roll English.
0: Mm, Yeah. That is true, but I um I speak too quickly, as you have told me off many times.
1: Well, it's not that you speak too quick. You just need to change the pace. Like sometimes a bit slower, sometimes a bit faster, like this. So then people think, "Oh, you know, what's he going to do?" Mm-hmm. I will start speaking very slowly. <laughs> no, no, we don't. We we love you for what you are, Dan. Well, not we, the listeners. Do you do you love me? Definitely not. We we have been here before, Dan, and I told you no then, and I'm telling you no now. I will keep asking you, okay? (laughs) Well, you keep asking. You'll get the same answer. Um, So, are you good at public speaking, Dan? No, I've knocked over holy water (laughs) during a funeral. Of course not. (laughs) Yeah, good point. Um, But you think you are good, don't you? Well, you know, I don't want to blow my own trumpet. Some real rock and roll vocabulary there. You know, I'm... I'm destroying you with the rock and roll vocabulary in today's podcast, Dan. Finally. So, if you say, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, um, it means, like, you don't want to say you are so great. So, yeah, I don't want to say I'm so great or blow my own trumpet. But, yeah, you might. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No well, I practice a lot, though. So, when, for example, I've done speeches at weddings, um, I practice them a lot. Like, me in front of a mirror about 100 times... Also, when I did that video of Santa Rosalia, if anyone saw that um, a few weeks ago, I practiced that a lot. Um, Yeah, you were very good on that, I have to say. That's the one compliment I will ever give you.
0: My problem is, whenever I go... No, you
1: didn't didn't give me time to, you know, just take in the moment of the compliment. You move too quick. So, let me just just think about that compliment and let let it just, you know, sink in. So, let it come into my body. Some more rock and roll vocabulary. Are you done? Yeah, it it's sunk in now okay. so you can continue. Fantastic.
0: My problem is whenever I go anywhere near a stage, when in the in the past, when I used to as I've told you before, when I used to play music, every time I go on stage, something bad happens. I remember one time I went on stage and I was the first one up there, and I went up because I was a little bit nervous, so I thought I'll just confront my fear, go up there. I went up there with my guitar,
1: people were looking up, and I fell over the leads. <laughs> <laughs> the lead, <are> the wires. <laughs> oh God! I so said, Dan the man was a rock and roll star in the past. Uh, I went to one of his concerts once, and it, let me tell you, it was like the Rolling Stones in there. <laughs> I I was there with probably two other people, but the, yeah. the atmosphere was crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, those two people. Wow. Oh yeah, they loved it. Oh yeah. So the obviously the most important thing in a speech is the ending, Dan. Uh, I've got another nice um, quote here. Again, I don't know who it's from. We can just say it's from me, maybe. Um it says, ending a speech is like ending a love relationship. Any idiot can start one, but it takes considerable skill to end one. Isn't that Oscar Wilde? Mm, I don't know. Um, but I, I thought that was a great quote. But then he says, you know, any idiot can start a love relationship. Well, pff, you know. You can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, but you can fucking end them though, can't you? <laughs> I never get the chance to end them. But um, but yeah, so I don't know. if I obviously need to be something worse than an idiot. Because if he says any idiot can start one, then that, well, I don't know what that makes well, me. Why
0: but. don't Why don't we do a show on finding you love? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, Romeo. I forgot that you, you know, you're such a Romeo these days.
0: Well, I'm no longer single, so I, I want I want
1: you to be happy. Uh, he has been waiting ages <laughs> to, to tell the world this. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah, that is right. So there will be a lot of disappointed rockers and rollers after today's podcast. So you're actually ending it on a bad note now, Dan, because everyone's so disappointed that you're not on the market anymore. I apologize. Well, that's all you can do. Uh, anyway, thanks a lot for your time, Dan the Man, and we will see you soon. Yeah, I'll see you later. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! actually, well, the pencil or the lead, what is it? (laughs) Good point. Oh, oh, shit, I nearly forgot. Yeah, let's just remind the listeners of what the hook was. Um, What does a pencil and a speech have in common? They both need to have a point. God, it wasn't worth staying to the end. (laughs) I apologise if you've listened to that whole podcast for that hook. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the quality of the hook is not important. The hook is important. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, thanks a lot for your time. All right, I'll see you later. See you later. Okay. So that was Dan the man and me speaking about how to make a good speech. So let's look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. Um, at the beginning, I said to Dan, you are on fire with your correct answers. So when you are on fire, this is obviously a slang way to say, like you are doing good and getting good results. It actually comes from a basketball game from the PlayStation, NBA Jam. When you got lots of baskets in a row, the commentator would say, He's on fire! That's right, he's on fire. And we had the word fast forward when I said people will fast forward to the end. If you fast forward this podcast, for example, it would probably sound like this. So if you did fast forward to the end for the hook, um, I hope you weren't too disappointed. And we had some nice collocations as well, actually, when I said to give a speech. Remember, you can give or make a speech. And the nicest one was an item of clothing. That is really sexy. Um, we had a word that I didn't know today. So, you know, everyone is learning here. Every day is a school day, um, which was the word lectin. There's a nice picture of that on the website. So, you know, go there, have a look. And we had the word struggle again, which is quite a common one, which is when you have difficulty with something. And we had the word frown, um, which is a facial expression. It's quite the opposite of a smile, actually. In fact, when someone is frowning, often people say, turn that frown upside down. So, you know, smile. Uh, Again, there's a picture of that on the website. And speaking of faces, we also had face like a smacked ass," which is basically a facial expression with no emotion on, just nothing. Much like Dan's face all of the time. Um, but again, there's a nice picture of that on the website. So go there, have a look. Um A really nice word actually was sheer. When Dan said um, people have a look of sheer disappointment on their faces. Um, it's just another way to say like total disappointment. So it's obviously an adjective followed by a noun. Um we had the word natural, which is obviously a common word. But in this situation, it's a noun when Dan said that I am a natural at podcasting. So remember, if you are a natural, you have a natural gift from God, probably about how to do something. You can be a natural at anything. Um, we had the phrasal verb look into something when Dan said that before the podcast, I said to him, don't look into the answers too much. Which was true, but I expected him to have, you know, something. Um, so that obviously means to, like, do research. Um, we had a very nice term when it said, it goes without saying. I think Dan said that, which basically means it's obvious. If you say, for example, Rock and Roll English is a great podcast, probably I'll say, Phew, yeah, it goes without saying. Um, A very nice phrasal verb was knock over. So when you knock something over, that is when you unintentionally hit something and it hits the floor. Normally people knock over drinks and generally stuff like that. Um, We had the word pace, which is a direct synonym of the word speed. I normally use football examples, so a footballer with pace is obviously a footballer with a lot of speed. Also, someone else that has a lot of pace is Usain Bolt, who unfortunately will not be running anymore. But Usain, we love you anyway. Um, And the most serious piece of rock and roll vocabulary was when Dan said to me, you think you're good at public speaking. And I said, well, I don't want to blow my own trumpet. So that's a very nice way to say, basically, "You know, I don't want to say I'm great, but because it's generally used in this situation, people say, you know, I don't want to say I'm great, but I will say I'm great. So if you want to be a little bit arrogant, this is like a nice way to do that because it makes you sound a little bit less arrogant. So very useful. Um, Another good phrasal verb was sink in. So often we use this with like news or things that you find out. And it basically just means when you have time to accept it, for example. Often it's actually used in not such a nice context when, I don't know, there's some bad news and you say, the news still hasn't sunk in yet. Like, I still can't believe it. And sunk is obviously the past of sink And we also had the word leads, which um, is another word for wires. Again, picture on the website. And remember, you can go to that website, rockandrollenglish.com, to find all of these pictures I mentioned and some other great stuff, really. Anyway, thanks a lot for listening. We will be back next Monday because, remember, we are doing only one podcast a week at the moment um, because I am in London at the moment, and I will be doing a course about how to teach English with technology. So hopefully I will do some other things for the site and probably or hopefully help you more. Oh, I nearly forgot the uh, sexy pronunciation. When I was telling Dan about the disastrous speech I made at school and I told him there was like one minute or two minutes of silence, he said this. It, It couldn't have been a minute. It couldn't have been. So if you listen there, he said it couldn't have been a minute. So that obviously means it could not have been. But in connected speech, we often say that very quickly and say it couldn't have been. Um, It's obviously not important to speak like that, but to understand is important. So now I hope you understand. So have a great week. Remember to celebrate this public speaking day by, well, either making a speech or telling your friends about another one. For example, you could tell them about rock and roll English. That would be a great idea. But yeah. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. In the meantime, just keep on rocking. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.